Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, Ryan Tannehill from the Dolphins here. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Tom Vigorito. Don Nottingham. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Doug Kruzan from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shuler, and I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Join us now as we talk Dolphin football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now here's your host, Pat Catello. Okay, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello. We will be joined alongside Rich Van Zant shortly as uh, Wild Card Weekend uh, concludes. And uh, some interesting games, some very close games, and uh, even some Miami Dolphin ties, as uh, unfortunately for Cody Parkey of the Chicago Bears, uh, he seems to be taking most of the... I guess the uh, criticism for uh, missing the game-winning field goal at the end, and then for all Miami Dolphin fans, we know that uh, he was once the Miami Dolphins kicker, and he is from the South Florida area, so we will discuss that a little bit. And the uh, Miami Dolphin coaching uh, search continues as uh, the Dolphins start their off season, and uh, we'll see uh, what develops from that. So uh, without further ado, let me uh, welcome uh, Rich Van Zant into the program. Uh, Rich, I guess we uh, start off um, with the uh, uh, wild card weekend. Uh, some exciting games as uh, all four of them went down. Uh, I wouldn't say there was really any surprises because I think there was, you know, a lot of games that could have went either way. If I had to pick one, I guess surprise in quotes, I, I guess it would be the fact that Houston uh, seemed to get as as manhandled as they did at home. Um, but uh, other than that, um, you know, seemed like you know everything else was a close game. Baltimore, of course, losing to the uh, Chargers, so Philip Rivers will head back up to New England, and uh, we know what his luck has been there uh, in the past, and uh, we'll see how that shakes out. And like we said, Andrew Luck and uh, uh, the Colts. Uh, Pretty much looked very impressive as they went into Houston and beat them, and uh, they'll go out to Kansas City. And then in the NFC, uh, Dallas uh, winning a, a nail biter at the end against the Seattle Seahawks, uh, and uh, and then of course uh, catapulting on Sunday night with uh, Philadelphia hanging on to beat the Chicago Bears 16-15 as Cody Parkey, the ex-Miami Dolphin kicker, misses the uh, game-winning field goal at the end. So. That's what that was, uh, you know, and uh, I don't know what your thoughts on it are, but it was kind of exciting, well, I guess. Know, it was Like I said, I thought the dogs were going to, you know, have a good game, a good day. All three road teams won. I mean, that's very unusual for wild card weekend. It is, yeah. 
It is. I, I, I guess uh, a lot of those teams this year, it seemed like the, uh, the teams that won the division or, or were maybe not as good as the teams that got the wild card, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. It makes a lot of sense. I wasn't high on the Bears. I wasn't high on the Texans. I really wasn't high on, uh, you know, who else am I thinking about here? You know, what's it called? The Ravens, um, I guess. The Ravens. Yeah, yeah. Either one of them. I mean, you know, the Ravens and the Bears are talking about how great their defenses were. I wasn't impressed with either team all year. You know? Yeah, I mean, you could say. I mean, you could say that the Bears' defense, you know, obviously showed up. Um, it came down to that goal line stand at the end, I guess, right? Um, which was basically decided the game. I mean, everybody will talk about the Cody Parkey kick, which now uh, I don't know if you've seen this, but today uh, it's pretty clear that the ball was tipped. So uh, it wasn't a straight-on shot. It did get deflected a little bit. Oh, um, it got and, deflected a little bit, yeah. A little bit. I mean, not not tremendous amount, but it definitely did get deflected. He got a fingertip yeah. on it, and the Bears defensive end said, I didn't think I got enough of it, you know. But, uh, but you know, something like that, even, you know, the finger will change the trajectory. So it certainly could change a kick, you know. when, when, well, when Especially it's, that one. I mean, it just missed. I mean, it, it the just missed. hit the crossbar on the way down. You know, it's right. actually two chances to go through. And, yeah, you know, and I think we've seen plenty. We've had plenty of go against us to hit the upright and then hit the crossbar and went in. Sure. Right. Yeah, this hit both of them, right? Uh, yeah, it was very yeah. strange. Um, you know, I think they're being since we're on this. I mean, I, I, I just think everybody is being way too personal and critical of Cody Parkey on this. Um, I mean, I've, well, I don't know if you've. It wasn't 40 yards. How much, it was like 21 40, yards or something. I mean, it, yeah, 42, I believe. 42 yards. Was it that long? Yeah. yeah 32, right? Yeah. 40, 42, 42. Oh, 42? I, I think so. 32 or something. No, okay. I'll check I on it, it, but I think – I'll check on it. I think it was 42. Um, but, okay. you know, the, the point that I make is like, you know, I don't know if you've seen what's going on today, but, uh, you know, there's a famous yeah, – well, you know, they're miserable fans over there. I mean, like, you know, you got to be realistic. Where are the Bears going anyway? I mean, you know what I mean? Well, Even if they make the next round, they're going to lose next week. There's no chance they're going past the next round. You know, so, like, they're making a big – it's, like, making a big deal. Like, like they're, like, out of some kind of role here, you know? Well, well, you don't think they would have had any chance of beating the Rams again? I mean, they manhandled no. the Rams pretty good. No, I don't think they would beat the Rams next week. No. Well, they, 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 they handled them very good the first time around. I don't see it. I don't think they're that good. Yeah, the defense is good. I mean, it's a good yeah. defense. I mean, they put up 16 yeah, points, you know. They're always overrated on that side of it. They're, they're always overrated on that side of the ball. You know, any time yeah. they have a decent defense, they elevate the Bears' defense to a great defense. Oh, that's always the case. Okay, that's fair enough, but they, they did manhandle the Rams the last time they played them. So do you say they had no chance of going in and beating the Rams again? I don't really see that. I mean, I think they would have a chance. Not like they, they, would they, were, be, they, would be, uh, they would be getting 12 points this week. Why would they be getting 12 points going to a team that doesn't really have a home field and they beat very very handedly when the Rams were playing top football during the year? Because, because there's a, it's, it's one of the best offenses in the league. And I don't yeah. think their defense is that good. But it was one of the best. De- but it was one of the best offenses in the league when they played them the last time. Yeah. And 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 yeah, they pretty they much. Him? Where did they play them? I don't think it was in Chicago. Yes, it was, and it was cold too. 
That's why everybody said well, Goff melted in the cold. Okay, I mean, that may be the case. I just don't – I'm not sure I'm seeing the uh, the 12-point line. I mean, maybe. You know better than me on a line like that. But I just, I just think you're giving them less chance than they really would have had going in there. They would have no chance next week. I'm telling you. There's no way. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll never you know. know what, is so. it, you know, <laughs> what does Marty McFly and a Bears fan have in common? No quarterback fight. Even Marty McFly stopped going back to 1985. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I guess. But this is a pretty pretty good Chicago Bears defense. Not as bad as you're making it out to be. You want this head coach that's 125 years old that we're interviewing? Well, we didn't get there yet, so can we stay on where we're at right now? He's coming this week, isn't he? No, they actually they canceled him. Oh, they canceled him or he canceled them? Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of head coaching talk. When we get to that segment, we will talk about it. But as of right now, um, I'm, I'm I'm trying to. Like if you're going to interview him, why don't you bring in Dick LeBeau too? You know. Well, <laughs> well, you're talking about the uh, the coaching candidates, and I mean, they're, it's pretty much getting narrowed down. You're not going to like any one of them. It's a 43 yard, actually, actually 43 yarder. Was forty three? I thought it was closer than that. Well, that's that's officially what no, it was. I, so. No, I just think thought it was a little closer than that. No, and it wasn't he a chip shot, it, but no, but he should have hit it. I mean, he should have hit it. Yes, yeah. he should have hit it. I'm not I'm not saying he shouldn't have hit it, Rich. But you know, the point I'm making is it it, it came well, out today that it was the first one. The first one like it goes right down the middle with the timeout, and then you, and you hit the right. Three, the second one. Right, it's amazing that, how yeah. they can't. All these guys can't kick the ball straight twice. It's crazy, you know. Yeah, I see that happen all the time. Yeah, I really do. It just seems like they always and hit it and then they sure, redo it. Like, it's never going to change that timeout thing until these guys prove them wrong. You know. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, I mean it's it's, it's yeah it, it, it's it's true. Uh, it just I'm just saying that I think that when you look at the way that it all went down, they're a little too critical of him and too personal of him. You know what I'm saying? It just seems you know, to me I like they you – know, I, I don't know if you've seen, there's a famous uh, guy filming himself and just, you know, F you, basically looking for blood from Parky on it, you know. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's lousy that it happened. He did hit that other one, and he hit the – you know, he hit two bars on this one. Um, so, you know, and, you know and, 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 Chicago, man, Chicago's well, just as brutal as New York, probably meaner than New York, you know, when it comes to that crap, you know, well, I actually, I didn't know that. I mean, I know, I know the way they yeah. are, but I didn't know that they are that physical and mean well, towards their play the personal rather. What's that? <laughs> they did the Bartman. Yeah, I, that's true. I mean, they were, they were ridiculous. That's a great. Great point. Yeah, I mean that's 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 true. It's a little different situation, I think, when you know you have a curse that long and something like that happens, as opposed to missing a a, a field goal to win the game at the end of a wild card game. You know, it's a little bit. Listen, the first thing I thought of, we've had a lot of experience with that. 
as far as a Dolphin fan and people following the Dolphins, the first thing I thought of, obviously, was Stojanovic in 94, and that was a, a tremendous not. opportunity for the Miami Dolphins and Dan Marino. I think they were going to go to the Super Bowl that year. I do. Yeah. I think they were going to go. Absolutely. Um, I think, they, they, I think so. I think yeah. so, too. Yeah. And uh, whether or not they would have won, I'm not going to go there. But the, uh, obviously that was a huge miss. I never held, like, a personal vendetta towards Pete Stojanovic, you know. And, and then there's been a few of them. That's just the one that comes to mind. But it just seems so d- disgustingly personal towards this kid, you know. Um, I guess that's a well, tall like, I never, thing. I never threatened any of our kickers, but, like, you know – in my mind, I wanted to choke Uwe Van Shaman in the, well, uh, sure. you know, in the San Diego playoff game. Yeah. And you don't believe I wasn't happy. If Stavich came over, I would have thrown him out of the house after that game. You know, sometimes I forget who I'm, like, trying to talk and rationalize with. That's the problem. It's like going into a, it's like going into a psychiatric ward and trying to talk sensible. I mean, it's just insane. So according to Van Zandt, it was justified. But, he, you know, I... I, I <laughs> I'm not going to dump garbage on the man's lawn. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't dump garbage on his lawn. He dumped garbage on his whole family. Um, okay, so... Putting that in the all the right moves reference aside, and uh, obviously you don't think that the Chicago Bears defense is as good as they said, and you have them going as 12-point underdogs the following week had they advanced. So we put that aside. Philadelphia now uh, will go into New Orleans, and, and that'll be interesting to see how that plays itself out. Obviously the Saints are your top pick, and uh, they're playing at home, so they're going to be extremely tough to beat. And the Foles magic will, will continue for another week there um so we'll, we'll see how that plays out and uh and then you have um from the other side of the coin now dallas will go and, and uh or, or will dallas go no dallas will go play the the rams right they would have to. dallas is playing the rams right so you're right so you i know you have like dallas i think against the seahawks i think i don't i don't know did you or was that a toss-up for you or what i i know i like i like the uh, i like the points <laughs> with, with seahawks you know uh in a, in a tease i didn't you know what okay. i mean because you get 12 i didn't like mm-hmm. Game in any any way, I wouldn't have taken the Seahawks with just two. If that's what you're asking, you oh, well, the so point I didn't really I'm like making. That game either way. You know, I liked all the bugs, like you know, getting extra points, but. You okay, know what I mean? fair that's fair all. enough. But the point I'm making is, I don't think I could be wrong. I don't think you really like Dallas going into the Rams. Big, big am no, I, no, am I, I know. Am I wrong on that? <laughs> No, you're 100 percent correct. <laughs> yeah, yes. This yeah. is where I believe like most of the wild card teams get exposed this week. Yeah, you it know, usually they, does happen yeah. that way. It, 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 usually it, they, it, go, it, they go, they go, they go away. You know, a, a team, a wild card team hasn't made the post uh, the Super Bowl. I think in like eight years now. It's been a while. Has it been that long? Because it seemed like they were doing yeah. it more frequently. Yeah, they had a little a span where they were getting there a lot, but they haven't done it in a while. I forget how many years it is, but it's a lot longer than I thought it was. Okay. I just heard that last yeah. week. And, yeah, because um, I remember. I think, the only, I think the only team that really has a shot this week, what do you think? What do you think I'm thinking? 
the only team that has a shot to 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 travel. Yeah. You're saying. Well, yeah. I, 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 you know, I, I would assume that you're going to probably say, uh, I don't think you think the Chargers are, so I would go Indianapolis no. going into Kansas City. Yeah, you got it. That's the only one I'm picking to, to advance. I think the, yeah. the three favorites in Indianapolis, you know. Yeah, I, I didn't think that you would uh, uh, really think Rivers was going to be able to go up there. But no, I, just... I, 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 I saw that game before. I know what's going to happen. You yeah, know? I was going to say. I, now, it's, we've it's seen it's this game, and we've seen it more than once. So. Oh, absolutely. Well, yep. I don't Tomlinson mean to be with that, right. With that what I was what I was gonna say, you know, I don't mean to be critical here, and I don't mean to be, you know, Debbie Down or whatever the heck you want to call it, but I, I see, you know, I when I watch the football life, Tomlinson, and I see, I mean, the, the image that comes to my mind is every year in the playoffs, him sitting on the bench with the parka on and his head down. I mean, that's what I see, and then I remember Rivers being hurt and then playing hurt and getting blown out. I've just seen this game a bunch of times, and I want to know, do you see anything that's different this time around? Is there any semblance of, of, you know, something changing? Obviously, New England is not the New England of old, but they seem like they've gotten it together the last few weeks, but... I mean, do they do they now turn the page? The new season starts, and we all know what the Patriots do when the postseason starts. Is this another case of that? You know, I don't think that they're going to go on some Super Bowl winning run here. No, I don't think they're going to make it to the Super Bowl. I think they'll lose in the championship game, but I think they're going to beat the Chargers, and I don't think well, that's a huge accomplishment either. I, I, I just think the Chargers are going to lay a, a San Diego egg, even though they're in Los Angeles now. I mean, I just see so the you, same. The same game I've seen before, Rivers doing nothing, and, you know, just them being just, eh. You know, it's going to get boring. I think it'll get boring, close game that, that the you know, New England pulls out at the end, you know? Well, I don't know whether you realize this or not, but you just picked the Indianapolis Colts to go to the Super Bowl. You know that, right? And you picked yeah, them going into Foxborough to do it. For revenge of the yeah. plate gate where they got blown up. That's what you're saying, right? You're going on record now. You, yeah, I could, you're I, I picking. Could, I could see that. Yeah, I could well, see that. Well, you're picking that. You're picking that. I yeah. mean, if you think Indianapolis yeah. is going to win there, you 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 think they're going to go on the road and they're going to beat Kansas City, and then you think they're going up to New England for a rematch of what was the plate gate where they got blown out with the full-size ball, mind you, and you think they're going to go up yeah, in there. It's, and, a and, it's, a, it's a different Colts team right now, though. They're, they're playing much sure better. Sure it is. Well, they are playing much better, but, you know, that's a big feat that you're asking them to do. I mean, you're asking not them asking, to go I'm, into Kansas. I'm not saying it's not. Yeah, I'm not saying it's not, I, but I, I, think, I think that's yeah. the team that can do it. You know? I mean, that's a, that, that's a story for I mean, the I, ages. I, I certainly don't, I don't – you know, even though Kansas City has home field advantage – I could see New England going up there and beating them, and then we have to deal with New England in the Super Bowl again. You know? Well, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. Well, that's more, you know, down the earth of what, you know, is more reality-based, and that's what you're you're hoping, and I kind of am too. I mean, I, I don't want the Patriots going back to another Super Bowl. I mean, I would sign up for a lot of the other stuff. If the Andrew Luck scenario pops out, like you're saying, that's that's storybook. I mean, that's storybook. That's comeback player of the year storybook. Andrew Luck gets a bust in the Hall of Fame. That's, oh, yeah. that's what one, that is. And they're, they're one in, it started the year one and five. You get to the Super yeah, Bowl. That, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's yeah. the kind of things movies are made of. 
And by the way, I just want to say, I just want to say, uh, Andrew Luck, Andrew Luck, I've put him down a lot. You've put him down a lot. Um, as far as being what he was supposed to be and everything, we both – and we even talked about this year. We had a segment on that, how we, we thought that he wasn't quite what he was supposed to be and all that. And there was a time when I even compared him – not compared him to, but thought that Tannehill was just a notch under him from when they came in. But you know what? He, he's actually really opened my eyes this year. And he has been in, you know, I know at least one championship game, maybe another one. Um, so he, he has had a much better career than, than I had given him credit for. And this run, even if it ends in Kansas City, has been special. It really has from what he's been able to do off the injury that he's had. So I just think it's time to give a little bit of cre- credibility and, and, and respect to him uh, for what he's done there. And we'll see how this basically uh, you know ends out. But, um, but he, he's a better quarterback back than, you know, than originally, I guess, I, I even gave credit for. So, um, yeah, I mean, he's had almost two years, and, you know, and he didn't live up to, like, his high expectations, but he's, you know, I'd rather have him than Tannehill. There's no question about that. Yeah, no question. Okay, let, let's take a quick break. We'll come on back and we'll talk about the other games right after this. When ordering food, you find out what she wants, then order for the bowl for you. It's a classy move. Now, the lady will have the linguine and white clam sauce and a Coke with no ice. Hey, this is Robert Roman. This is Mike DeMond from Fast Times of Rizvana High. I like to chat, but I'm really kind of busy. I'm listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show, sponsored by Iberia Tiles, with locations from Georgia to South Florida. Iberia Tiles offers over 3,000 products and complete peace of mind. From tiles, molasses, and stone to wood flooring, Iberia has the solution no matter what the size of your project. Visit IberiaTiles.com. That's I-B-E-R-I-A. And ask for Dave or call direct at 404-409-0746. And Fanatics.com. If you love the Miami Dolphins, then you need to visit Fanatics.com. Once again, that's Finn. P-H-I-N. And now back to your Miami Dolphins Legends show with your host, Pat Catello. Life is saying I'm moving in stereo.
Welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. Pat Catello, Rich Van Zant, as we uh, recap the wild card uh, playoffs. And, of course, the uh, off season has begun for the Miami Dolphins, and we'll, we'll talk about the uh, the coaching hires and stuff like that. Just a reminder, you can catch us on iTunes, and even through the off offseason, uh, just go right onto the iTunes store, and you can get the show there, download the latest episodes, and you can send us any questions or comments at PatCatelloShow at Yahoo.com. So, uh, Rich, what, I mean, I, you know, what we see from, you know, the the – the people they've been interviewing and what, and I believe it was Vic uh, Fangio, is that how you pronounce his name? Um, who's who's like the, uh, yeah. the 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 Bears defensive coordinator uh, that you were talking about? They're, they're, from what I'm hearing, that's no longer in the mix now. He he is out. And uh, um, well, Ryan, this guy was he was he 71 years old or something like that? Yeah, he certainly don't look young. Uh, yeah, how can somebody be 71 years old involved in the NFL? We've never heard of him before. Well, he was uh, with the 49ers, wasn't he? And then he became the defensive I think he was the 49ers. Like I'm saying, how can somebody be that old and well, be around that long and I've never heard yeah. of him? Well, a lot of these coordinators, you know, they get they, they kind of go under the radar until they're exposed. Yeah. But uh, it seems like today now, the, well, Brian Miller has reported as well that uh, leading the pack is Chris Richards. So uh, he, he was a Pete Carroll guy. And uh, uh, he's with the Dallas Cowboys right now, and and, and obviously they're still playing. But for uh, for some reason, Chris Greer has the contacts. It started out in New England under Pete Carroll, and so the rumors are that he is at the top of the. He's on the short list uh, as the favorite for the Miami well, Dolphins. Well, this keeps getting longer. I mean, if they really have an idea who they want, I mean, I've never well, seen anybody interview this many people in my life. It keeps getting longer, but it also keeps getting less exciting. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it really does. Uh, you know, yeah, I mean, I'm I looking know. at at the people. Uh, you know, listen, uh, Chris Richard. The, then there was the New England Patriots defensive coordinator. Uh, I'm not excited about that either. And what's holding this up? Yeah, it was supposed to had a, a real mundane interview. Uh, and and then. Darren Rizzi is the wild card here because he's set to come in for an interview <laughs> in a couple of days. He's set to come in for an interview in a couple of days. Uh, he's been there for 145 years, seven different years. What are you going to interview him for? What are you going to interview him for? Don't really understand that either. And why haven't you already if you, done if it? If you want him as a coach, just say, hey, Darren, you want the job? You know? Yeah, I, I hey, don't really get the job, that. man. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, it's going to be every you know this guy for a decade. It's a little surprising the way that they're going about that. And now it seems like the Jim Harbaugh uh, rumors are, are uh, not going to happen. Um, so you know, I, I just I look at this list and John or Jim, John or Jim. Both, both. About. I think I think the Jim had, was ruled out a while ago, and now it seems like the John is not going to happen either. From what the, they're saying. That 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 a trade for him well, or know, some a, kind of a, a team that's so strong like us, you know? I don't think we can't can't we afford to go up two first round picks for a coach? Yeah, not, I don't <laughs> think you would even have to give that up. I don't think you would have to give up two first round picks for for John Harbaugh, who's got one year left on his contract. I don't think you'd even have to go that extreme. I really don't. I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't think you'd have to give up two ones to get him. But it seems like that. I think that's what they were asking. Well, oh, is that you know you've you've heard that. Yeah, I, th- I thought that's what I heard they wanted. Yeah. 
Okay, I, I hadn't heard that in the Be Quiet. Well, this was my point, Rich. I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that because this was my point. Last week, if you remember, we had the conversation and I gave you my side. This is my point, and yeah. I didn't even know that. But if they want two number one picks for John Harbaugh, who's got one year left on his contract, right? My point yeah. is, why are you going to make an extreme move if that's what you wanted, and maybe that's the right move, then maybe they should have just let Gase finish out his last year, he's already under contract, and then go hire John Harbaugh. Rather than going and jumping the gun and hiring another coordinator, and you know how that's worked out. I mean, we've had how many coordinators? Philbin, Sperano was a coach. You, know, you had um, Adam, Adam Gase, Cam Cameron was the great offensive coordinator. I mean, how many of these guys are you going to keep gambling on? And no offense, or maybe offense, to the Dolphin organization, I don't think you, your organization can handle taking another risk like that. I think you need a bona fide head coach. I think you need somebody... There is a problem, though, that it's not just the coach. It's not. It's the way the whole structure is set up. It's set up to fail. You know, okay. I don't care if you bring in Vince Lombardi right now. The way that this organization is set up, you're not going to succeed right now. But that's not true because you know. But that's not true because you know Vince Lombardi would succeed, and and Don Shula would succeed. And great yeah, coaches, Bill Parcells. They don't have full control, though. They're not going to give them but, full but, control. Why not? Adam, Adam Gates. Why not? Adam Gates had full control of the roster. Why wouldn't they? Adam Gates no, had Adam full Gates control of the roster. No, no, no. Adam Gates and Tannenbaum had control of the roster. Yeah, so but... Tannenbaum uh, had more control than him. He had but no, not, but not necessarily because, uh, in all honesty, Adam Gates was the one who had complete control of the final say on his roster. Now, I'm not saying that Adam Gase is in the draft room picking the team. I'm not saying that. But once the roster was there, the he had... Agency. I'm saying once the players came in, it was Adam Gase's full control over who stayed, and I think it was all Adam Gase's... I think Ajayi was Adam Gase's move. I think that um, uh, Jarvis Landry was Adam Gase's move. But here's what I mean. He gets rid of them... Doesn't mean he makes the deal. Tannenbaum's the one who makes the stupid deals. He gives them all away. But it, but it was ultimately Gase who wanted them out, is my point. So if you're getting like a bona fide coach like that, of course they're going to have that control. You know as well as I do. If Bill Parcells was coaching this team, coaching, well, not, not running it. They're not getting a guy like that. Though. No, 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 I got that. I got that. But John Harbaugh? is the guy who's had lasting success. So if you were going to go that route, I would think that you could be successful under him. Now, I'm not saying they're going to do it or they absolutely should. I'm saying that the people that I'm hearing don't excite me at all. And it scares me because it's too much of a risk for another five-year debacle. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And if there's two first-round picks, you, know, you would have been better off bringing back Gase, for, if that's the case. And well, then you're, making you're, a move you're, after next year. You hear the story that's floating around now? How Gaze was like like at war with Russ? No, I haven't. He was talking disrespectfully to him. Like, you think you know more about football than me? Like, he was barking at him. He came to him after the Colts loss, and he goes, not now. And he, like, blew him off. So, supposedly, there was a big rift between those two. 
I hadn't heard that, but you know what? That's the kind of attitude that I see gays having. Because it's the same thing yeah. that rubs me and you the wrong way. And me and you have yeah, seen... Had a, it, they said the, uh, the one time where he got nasty with Ross, that somebody in the Dolphins organization had to come up to him and said, you can't talk to him like that, it's your boss. Yeah, I can see that. There's been kind of a... Uh, what's yeah. the word that we've said? An arrogance on, on Adam Gase? From the second oh, he stepped on the field. we I got turned yeah. off the way he talked to Marino. You did, too. Yeah. I've seen him in different meetings, the way he handles the press. the uh, Just the the sheer um, – he acts like somebody who's got seven Super Bowl trophies on his mantle. He just yeah, really does one, act – It's another one with an attitude with no accomplishments. With no yeah, accomplishments, exactly. exactly. And so I could kind of see that taking place. I really could. And, you know, Bob Kraft <laughs> doesn't know a heck of a lot about the X's and O's either. And I see him talk with Belichick, and I even see Belichick have to yes him to death. So if, yeah. if Bill Belichick has to do that, <laughs> you know, where does Adam Gase come off, you know? I mean, that makes no sense. No, no, no. And, and you know what cr- cracks you up, though, right? This is the guy they picked with an extensive interview three years ago. So yeah. if you couldn't sniff that out there in the interview, what do you even bother interviewing anybody for? Right? But ironically, it's probably what they liked about him. He probably came in there with an absolute confidence and arrogance, like he knew everything, yeah. and nobody was more smarter, you know, nobody was smarter than him. He was a genius, and he probably came in on such a, like, uh, you know, an, an arrogantic mode that they probably liked that at the time. It's just when it was pushed back on them that they didn't like it because they act the same way. Tannenbaum acts the same way. It's just that he doesn't oh, do it to his boss. You know, he knows where to do it to no. and where not to do it to. And that's, <laughs> so obviously, you know. Obviously, he's there. He's still there. So, you know what he does with the boss. <laughs> right. So, but, you, you know, like I, when I look at the whole list of, like, candidates for the head coaching job, I oh, mean, every one of them, every one, with the exception of Harbaugh, which is probably such a long shot because it's not available. It's every not one of them is a right. So every one of them is a crapshoot. Every one of them <laughs> is basic. Is another <laughs> unknown. Love this one. Listen to this one. Mike Munchuk declined the uh, the interview with them. <laughs> I heard the other way around. I heard they said no. I heard they said no. no. Munchuk Mike, said no. Mike Munchuk declined to go for the interview. Okay, that's that's a different spin on it because it was reported today that they are no longer. They've decided they are no longer going that route. Yeah, I guess when Mike said, "I'm not coming." <laughs> yeah. When, when you, we don't Mike Munchuk turning you down. You're in a lot of trouble. Yeah, and I don't know where that really. I don't know where he would really get off doing that. To be quite honest with you. I mean, he could he could do that, and I know me and you feel the same way about the Dolphins and the way they're running everything. But who are you, Mister Munchuk? I mean, what what success have you had that you're going to turn down? You know, an interview with the Dolphins to take. You know, I mean, that's just listen. Maybe he gets another coaching job. I don't know, but uh, I, I don't know. Like I know that seems funny, like from the surface that he's turning them down, but you know, yeah. well, where do where do you well, think you're yeah. going? He's a Hall of Fame player, so I guess he's... Yeah, he's, oh, that's he's, great. And so is Mike yeah. Singletary, Rich. You want to sign Mike Singletary up to run your team for the no, next decade? You Mike couldn't Munchuk. stand him. I don't want Mike Munchuk either. I think that's what's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, I'm just saying, you I know? just to me, that 
that that's fine. I mean, listen, like like Josh McDaniel turned down, I think Arizona, right? Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, because he's got better offers. Like I, I understand that. Because Josh McDaniel's not going to take the Arizona job because he's got better options on the table, and he turned down a better job last year. So obviously, yeah, I can understand that. that. I just don't get it with the, the money. The way he handled that. The way he handled that, I'm surprised anybody even is entertaining bringing him in. And what did I tell you? Yeah. I, I, what did I tell you when it happened? Apparent? Don't you think he's the heir apparent to Belichick, though, and he's not going to go anywhere? Well, I think I think that's why he's there. But I also think that Bill Belichick's the kind of guy that's going to leave when he wants to leave. And if this turns out to be a good year, I can see him staying. I can see him staying for another three years. I can see him staying, you know, for the Brady era. You know, who knows? So I don't. Yeah. Yes, I could see if Belichick was, you know, to to walk away. Yes, McDaniel would take over. But who knows? It might not be next year. It might not be the year after that. He might get antsy. And the point I'm making is, remember we talked about that. You thought there'd be some collusion on this guy for what he did, and it doesn't seem like there is at all. It seems like there's a lot of teams that. Want him? I think he's actually going in well, for an I, interview. I tell you something. It looks like the Colts lucked out in this. Lucked out as far as getting like Frank Wright. I mean, he looks like the the right guy, and it looks like they may have just fell into something with that. Yeah, they may have. I mean, he was a good, you know, he he was obviously a, a guy that had a good chance. Frank, Frank, Frank Reich had, had, had a good chance of being a good coach, right? I mean, he was a backup quarterback for forever on good teams, and sometimes that does click. I mean, Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl, right? He's a good coach. So, yeah, yeah I, I think that they, they probably got lucky that he was still available and they did that. But that does not mean that Josh McDaniel wouldn't have done well there too, you know? No, you're right, but you're higher on Joshua Daniel than I am. I, I just, you know, not not a big fan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I am. I, I think that uh, I think that he is the, the kind of guy that um, could turn out to be a really good coach. I think that you know the whole Tebow era and all that. Brandon Marshall, that was that that started off on a very tough foot for him. And uh, uh, did he, he go to the playoffs? No, he didn't. He but didn't handle it. He didn't handle it. He, he, he didn't. But you know what? My The point I make is that a lot of these guys don't do great their first time around, and then they can do great their second time around, including Bill Belichick. I mean, Bill Belichick failed in Cleveland, right? He failed yeah, in Cleveland. So. He, 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 he came back to Parcells. He went up to New England. Became the defensive coordinator again, went to a Super Bowl, and then he went to the Jets, followed Parcells to the Jets. They almost brought that team to the Super Bowl in '98. They were half away from that, and then he went on his own and and did it, and it was very successful. So you know, a lot of times the first time around don't. I think Adam Gates could be a very good coach too if he didn't go right back into taking a job. Like if he took another job now. I'm not sure about that. But say he goes back and he maybe is, you know, an offensive coordinator under a really good team and, get you know, then I think does it again, maybe he would be successful because you learn from your mistakes and you change. Yeah, you know what, you know, we, just saw him as an, we just saw him as an offensive coordinator for three years. No, you didn't, I mean, though. You, you didn't, though. 
You didn't, though. He's calling every play. Yeah, he's calling every play, but as a head coach, something else is going to suffer. If you notice, these guys, you can't really do both, do both, especially when you have such... He didn't even seem like he paid attention when the defense was on the field. Right. He was That's what I'm saying. talking about the offense. That's what I'm saying. Like, too much invested in calling the plays and everything, you're, you're going to suffer somewhere else. You can't do it. You can't. I mean, you could, you could do it to a degree. Like, you could concentrate on it. Obviously, there's guys. McVay calls his own plays. I get that. I hear everybody saying, what are you talking about? Yeah, he does. But he also is a much better head coach as far as keeping everything around him together the work ethic everything it's just it just seems like he's much more has much more control of the entire team and he's more in tune with it than Adam Gase did Adam Gase seemed like he was much more interested in calling the plays writing his play calling you know like uh it almost seemed like you know a songwriter where the band was getting it together, got the music, and he was like, I'm going to go in this room now and I'm going to write the lyrics. I'll see you in 15 minutes. You know, that's what it kind of seemed like to me. And a lot of times, uh, you know, you're going to have a problem with that, you know? So, whatever. I mean, uh, you know, uh, these are just thoughts. Uh, obviously, the way this stuff turns out could go in a different way. But let's take our last break. We'll come on back. We'll wrap it up right after this. Hi, this is Tom Vigorito, former Miami Dolphin, and you're listening to the Miami Dolphin Legend Show with Pat Catello. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show, sponsored by Iberia Tiles, with locations from Georgia to South Florida. Iberia Tiles offers over 3,000 products and complete peace of mind. From tiles, molasses, and stone, to wood flooring, Iberia has a solution no matter what the size of your project. Visit IberiaTiles.com. That's I-B-E-R-I-A. And ask for Dave or call direct at 404-409-0746. And Fanatics.com. If you love the Miami Dolphins, then you need to visit Fanatics.com. Once again, that's Finn, P-H-I-N. And now back to your Miami Dolphins Legends show with your host, Pat Catello. Hey, welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. Pat Catello, Rich Van Zandt. 
we uh, come to the home stretch here. And, uh, Rich, we were talking about, uh, you know, the, the coaching hires and stuff like that. You know, the one thing I will point out, it seems like there's a common denominator, and the common denominator is that a lot of these guys, they always have success early. Every one of them, with the exception of maybe Philbin, right? Uh, or, or, or um, did, well, you know, well, who was the coach when uh, well, Sperano obviously had a lot of early success, and then yep. it, it kind of goes downhill, right? And then, uh, so help me out here, when when uh, Philbin era, not successful at all, right? I mean, basically just lackluster, and Gase made the playoffs. So it was, uh, uh, or, or am I missing something? Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, Philbin never made the playoffs. Right, right. That whole era was just seemed like no. it was. Uh, yeah, it was just it, like it, running in space. Yeah. Yeah, but for the most part, these guys they do have like early successes, being able to maintain success over the long haul that the Dolphins have not had, and it's killed them. And I bring that up because I go all the way back. I mean, you could say, you could say what you want about the Jimmy Johnson era. Right, you can call it fairly successful. You could call it unsuccessful. I don't know. You know, I guess there's different schools of thoughts. I know where me and you come in on it. But after that, everything has been downhill. And 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 it started with the Wanstat thing. And Wanstat's the same thing, right? I mean, he had some success early because it was a good yeah. team. But then it then, then it was just, just on a nosedive. Yeah, then it just like he just like whittled it down until it was gone. And uh, then every like, coach that's come after that. Yep, absolutely. Uh, like, you know, he remember his draft remember his draft picks? Like we basically oh, sure. had like three years after his draft, we had no one left from his one draft. Yeah, it was terrible. The Jason Allen's it was, it was terrible. Yeah. yeah. Or or um that other no, quarterback. Jason Allen, yeah. that was Saban. That was Saban, but the other there was another cornerback um that hit was his big guy, right? That was a yeah, total that was the one bust. They took instead of yeah, yeah I don't, is that right? Is that what? Well, yeah, what, he took that, it instead of Breeze. That was that was the thing. Yeah, the, yeah, and uh, yeah. So you yeah, know, yeah, the point I'm making is two years in the league. Yeah, when you get these guys and they come in, they people buy into the program. They're going to have success. I don't think the Dolphins can afford that. I mean, they had that with Adam Gase. They had that. Yeah. I mean, they had success. They made the playoffs. They were, you know, they were on an upbound and then revamped. Quarterback got hurt and then, you know, and then losing seasons. So, you know, I think you need somebody to stabilize the team. And I'm just worried that all the people that I'm hearing are unproven first-year attempts at head coaching doesn't often work. It works sometimes. But it doesn't always work. I mean, well, here's here's one of my here's one of my issues, right? We've gone the coordinator route, other than Nick Saban, how many times now, right? Every yeah. coach's been a coordinator, and you know me, I was never, I never was a big fan of going into the college ranks and taking a head coach. But I've been thinking about this for a while. Okay. At least they're head coaches. Right. You know what I mean? They know how to do yeah. the head coaching thing. So I, I really believe, excuse me, that we should be looking in the college ranks for a proven head coach because this coordinator thing just doesn't seem to be working. And I, I don't think they're good enough to 
excuse me, find that great guy. You know what I mean? That's a coordinator well, yeah. that's going to be the next great coach. I mean, well, yeah, you know, I, I think you've got, right. got a college guy that's well, a proven head coach. Well, that's right. I mean, that's that's kind of what I've been saying, too. I, 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 yes, Sean McVay, phenomenal young coach. I think he could be really, really good uh, for years to come. Um, uh, Doug Peterson was a coordinator, and he – won a Super Bowl, right? And there are coaches that do that. And, you know, but I'm not content that the Dolphins are qualified enough to find those guys. I think they find yeah. they find other coordinators and just take a shot at them, you know? And they've done that, like you said. I mean, they've done that since, uh, you know, since, since Saban, right? I mean, Saban, after Saban is when they started doing all the coordinator routes. Because obviously uh, Saban was a head coach in, in, in college, and uh, and um, the, Juan Stout was a head coach in the NFL. So you know it's since then the Cam Cameron, Philbin, Adam Gase, three coordinators. You know uh, you had um, Dan Campbell in there uh, for a little stretch. They didn't go that route. Um, I don't know. I just think that you're right. I think they need somebody who's going to have some experience running an entire staff uh, unless you're going to get somebody that's bona fide. But I don't really see that. There might be somebody out of this group, but I don't see it. I don't see the kind of Sean Payton. I don't see that. I don't see the guy who's been working under a phenomenal – Regime for a long time, or or a big time mentor well, other than McDaniel. The, the well, that's why I like McDaniel, though, Rich. Yeah, the problem I have is I I really believe that the people that were making the decision have no idea what they're doing. Yeah, well, that's that's another. You know, that's what we're saying. Yeah, that's what we're basically saying. That's why I like McDaniel more than anybody else. And then you're not going to get him, but that that's that's the reason okay, why I not, lean towards that. He was never. You think he would ever go to a team in the AFC East? No, I, I I don't I don't I, I don't think he you know I don't think he would no, I, I mean even the Colts was a little bit of a stretch right, yeah, um, I don't think he would but you know listen I, I guess if the right offers put out he, yeah of course he would but it would have to be something astronomical that I wouldn't want them to do, um, but yeah that's a guy who's got head coaching experience and he's worked under you know Super Bowl. Lineage for a, a long time. Um, so yeah, you know. I, I would never hire him for what he did last year. It was it wasn't just how he turned the job down. He hired assistants and made them quit their other jobs to go yeah, there. Yeah, I, I know. Didn't even call them. So that he's got a character issue with me. That's that's uh, that's there's love, no doubt. You know, there's no doubt. But let me also say that would let him anywhere near my organization. Bill Parcells did that many times as well. He certainly did that to you, Culver House in Tampa. See, people forget that. He left them at the altar, right? Screwed them over, and then took two jobs, three jobs after that. Went to to the Super Bowl after that. Went to championship game after that. And then, then to Dallas. So he, he, he's not the first person to do that, you know? And yeah, they he didn't hire out. coaching staff. He didn't hire coaching staff and made people move to Indianapolis. Oh, know? I disagree with that. I disagree with that. I think he did. I think when he was in Tampa, 
And he was the head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They had an agreement. I think people came in. I think there was a lot of things set up. As far as coaching staff, Bill Parcells has the same coaching staff. So that that coaching staff doesn't change. You know, Maurice Carthon and Belichick and, and all of them, you know the group. Yeah. <laughs> they, they all, uh, you know, they all go where he goes anyway. So as well, far you know, as you that, know me, I'm you know, not a part Hey, you know I'm not a Parcells fan, so you know. yeah, I know that's why I brought that up. I mean, you know, yeah. but but he had had a lot of success after that, and people forgot that, and big organizations forgot that. I mean, Dallas, New England, and the yeah, Jets Josh, had Josh, no. Josh McDaniels is no Bill Parcells. No, no, he's not. But my point is, all those organizations didn't care about that because it yeah. wasn't them. People are selfish; they, they don't can. care. Yeah, yeah. he'll but get like another that, job if it's not New England. If it's not New England, he'll be coaching somewhere else. You know yeah, what I do. I don't know if he's going to succeed like you do. I don't think it's no, a no, sure thing. No, 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 Rich, 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 I'm not saying he's going to succeed. But I'm saying he will get another job after what he did. And I understand yeah. what you're saying. It was wrong. It was a bad job of what he did and, and, and yeah. having a lot of those guys. And, you know, see, we, we've seen I that a few times. I'm a position to hire somebody, and I see a move like that, and that turns yeah, me off yeah. forever. And, and, never, and that's fine. I would never even consider bringing in somebody like that. And that's, that's fine. And, thing, you know? and I respect yeah. you for that. I respect you for having that kind of, you know, morality with something like that. But I'm just saying there's a, most people won't, and they won't think twice about hiring him or yeah, anybody else that does that. And it's happened in the past, and that's why I brought up Parcells, because he's the first example of doing that that I could think of, you know. And uh, yeah. so I, it doesn't look like there's a big – this doesn't seem like a great year to hire a coach. It's not. That's, that's why when they did what they did, that's why you asked me, like, you know, what are you, don't you think he should go? Yeah, I think he should go, but my point is, it's a, it's a lousy year, and then to have unqualified people to rush to judgment, to hire a guy for another five, this isn't a guy to, f- to fill in for next year, Rich. It's not like you're, you're picking a guy to replace Gase's last year. You're talking about All another right, five-year regime. And if you don't get it right, you're talking about another five years. And that's well, Pat, the thing that scares me. You know, more than half the problem was the way we developed the roster and, and drafted, right? And, and all we did was move somebody into the position that was there for 19 years. Yeah, so what's going to radically change here? Yeah, I mean, the Greer thing is a little strange. There's, there's no doubt. I mean, the, the guy was there. He's so great. Why and, would you know, he? I, I mean, and, you know, let's, let's get on Ross a little bit because his press conference was the most ridiculous display I've ever seen in my life. I mean, I, I still don't understand how this guy is so successful in his life. He had, the, he had the arrogance to say that to do the same thing every every year is insanity, and we're going to do things differently now. We were just filling in the roster with draft picks and free agency. We're going to do things differently now. Can you explain to me where you get players if you don't get them from those two avenues? Uh, I mean, the only thing I could take out of that is he means that they keep recycling and maybe they're going to stay with some people rather than the, the Tannebaum attitude of graduating. Maybe that's what he's talking about. But, no, I, I, I honestly – it doesn't, it doesn't seem that way. That I'm just way. giving you – yeah, it and doesn't. And, and he had the, the other moronic statement was he's been very successful in every aspect in his 10 years of ownership except for the play on the field. Because that's the mindset of these people. Like, that, it's ridiculous. Like, these Who cares how much money you made? Nobody. 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 Except, nobody except his 
corporations. Yeah. And nobody yeah. cares about that. Who cares about businessmen? Like, nobody does. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah. I agree with you. Nobody does. Nobody looks at but that. But that's what we're dealing with, though. That's what, you know, we're doomed. That's what we're dealing with. I don't think yeah. it's ever going to change until he's long gone. You know? That's the problem. The fish stinks well, from the head. Yeah, well... Uh, there's nothing you're gonna be able to do about that, and and we'll no, see. This is not, are, you know, this is not over though because you know they haven't hired anybody yet, and we're gonna be talking about the same thing. Maybe we'll have a hire by next show. Probably not. So uh, you know, stay tuned, everybody. But this is gonna be the kind of thing where you know we're just gonna to have to see where it plays out. That's our show for today, everybody. We're out of time, but we'll uh, we'll continue it next week on the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. Took a look down a westbound road, right away I made my choice. Headed out to my big two-wheeler, I was tired of my own voice. Took a beat on the northern plains and just rolled that power off. Twelve hours out of Mackinac City, stopped in a bar to have a brew. Met a girl and we had a few drinks and I told her what I decided to do. She looked out the window a long, long moment and she looked into my eyes. She didn't have to say a thing. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.